the amount of information and change and shift and therefore adaptability that we all have been sort of asked to embody <laughs> and practice and achieve has been pretty staggering. Hi, Rocky. Danny? Oh my God, I didn't see you there. Hey. It's another episode of Dharma Dudes. We're back. Ugh. We're back, baby. I've been cleared. I no longer have COVID. So it is safe to record a podcast, I'm told. <laughs> I'm glad we're back and I'm glad we're delivering this last and final episode. Uh, just for all the listeners out there, so you're all aware, this is going to be the last episode of the year. And then we'll be back after New Year's because I'm taking some time off. Rocky's taking some time off. We're all, everyone's taking some time off. So this will be the last episode. Rocky, what do we get into this episode? We get into it, honey. We get into <laughs> We Annie. get into Yeah. Oh, we get into it. Yet, <laughs> just put that in the description. We, you know, we we get into all the things as per usual. We we do some reflections on the year. We talk about our highs, our lows, and um, we talk about kind of what's on our hearts. Which for me seems to be kind of politically oriented as I look out and see what's going on in the world. Um, but you know, we share the truth as we see it. I'm into it. The one, oh, the one thing that we also do is we also play. Well, we did the high, the low, and then we did the hero. And speaking of heroes, we do. You will, you will hear our heroes in this episode. But y'all, listeners out there, are also our heroes because without you, the show doesn't happen. So you could also be our superheroes if you go to iTunes and leave us a review. Ooh, that was really good, Danny. Right? Smooth, huh? Subtle. Subtle. <laughs> no, but hey, hey if you like the show... What's it? Go, go, go for That's it. That's okay. I was, was going to sing. I was going to sing here off by Mariah Carey. It's fine. I'll say it for later in the episode. Perfect. Makeup. Uh, and so if you really want to support the show, check out our show support uh, link down in the show notes. Um, it always just helps to leave us a review or tell your friends about the show. And uh, yeah, I feel like, Rocky, should we get into it? Lord knows, dreams are hard to follow. No, the show, not the song, the show. Oh, I think should I get into, okay, The Bridge no. of Hero by Murray. Got it. Didn't mean that. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, without further ado. Here goes. Push the, push the thing. <laughs> yeah. Look at the Rocky, you're getting a dog? Look at him. Hi, welcome to the show. Wait, I'm. this is breaking news on the show, Rocky. You're getting a dog. Well, I thought this was a safe space and confidential. I didn't realize we were sharing this with our millions of viewers Listeners, oh my god, Rocky! You just texted. Okay, those of you listening, Rocky just—I'm putting this in the show notes. Rocky, look at this dog. I mean, have you ever seen a face like that in your life? I mean, oh yeah, I've seen, I've seen other, I've seen other dogs. Have you ever seen another dog before? <laughs> uh, seen a, okay, he's my best friend. I love him. He's the only one that understands me. You'll Hi, never understand me like him. Welcome to Dharma Dudes. None Rocky of you will. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even try to get me. You'll never get me like he does. <laughs> I've never even met him. <laughs> he loves me. He loves me. <laughs> He's too attached to me. It's unhealthy, but I can't quit him. <laughs> I've only He's seen two attached. pictures of him. <laughs> He's always so attached to me. <laughs> It's his first real this, relationship. Uh, sums up 2020, everybody. <laughs> don't look oh at me. <laughs> you don't get me. Stop looking at me, everyone. <laughs> Rocky, they can't look at you. I'm not crying. You're me. crying. <laughs> get a hold of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Rocky, we made it to December. We made it towards the end of December. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm still in November. <laughs> I'm you? taking my sweet ass time. <laughs> welcome to Dharma, dude. Right. I'm fine. Welcome to, welcome to everything's fine. We're just, Rocky's getting a dog. I it's think, fine. I think my favorite part about 2020 was how fine it was. Yeah, it's totally fine. This is fine. Oh, yeah. I was trying to think, like, did anything happen in 2020 worth mentioning? 
And I was like, <laughs> God, I can't think of a thing. Isn't that funny? Man. I can't think of a single, what a forgettable year. When I think about 2020, all I think of is, that is meh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, for a year, it wasn't bad. It was just kind of like, you know, in the January and then February and then March. It's like, well. Is this like the ultimate gaslighting? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's the ultimate unintentional <laughs> gaslight. <laughs> you know, count on me. Unintentional <laughs> gaslighting is the name of my memoirs. <laughs> following the footsteps of, well, I won't get political. <laughs> <laughs> Another memoir oh recently God. came out that followed a similar <laughs> trajectory. Anyway. Froggy. Hi, everyone. Hi, Danny. I'm fine. Oh, my. This is how that happened. I feel like this episode start is on par for 2020. Like, it's just, it's on brand. Yeah, me crying about something I've, something I've never met. <laughs> <laughs> me attached to a picture of an idea of something. <laughs> me screaming at, at no one. <laughs> yeah, and intentional gaslighting. <laughs> yeah, on brand, okay. on theme. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you in 2021. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about the calendar year is how at midnight on December 31st, everything corrects itself. (laughs) And it's a brand new year. Is that how it works? Um, We'll see. TBD. Um, Yeah, if you like 2020, you get ready for 2021. 2021. Kenny, how are you? you I'm all right. You know, it's, I mean, uh, t- t- TBH, I took that week. So I took a week off for uh, for Thanksgiving and <clears throat> it was the first week I've taken off in a while where I haven't done anything. You know, I did do that camping trip over the summer with uh, some friends and even that not, was, although it was not like burning kind of, in. not, no, I don't want to talk about that. Um, Cause you usually I, call that although, a camping trip with friends, right? Burning man. Yeah. <laughs> Going on that camping trip with all my friends. <laughs> Burning meh. (laughs) (laughs) Burning meh. Um, So I took that that camping trip and it was still a lot of work. And I, I don't remember if I discussed it on the podcast, but it was, it was a beautiful trip. It was super awesome, but there was a lot of like internal work that I was dealing with and it was in the middle of the the depression. And so anyway, that's a long winded answer of saying I took off the week of, of Thanksgiving and it was the first time in months since, you know, even before the start of the year that I don't think I've taken a week off and spent it at home outside of the time last year that I threw my back out and I was forced to stay at home and lay in bed. But this time I was really intentional about doing nothing. Like I slept 10 hours a day and I like, you know, my coffee would take me at least a couple hours in the morning and I took a nap and laid in the bath and just to make it or to drink it both. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And even with people that wanted to, like my friends that wanted to like do socially distant seeing each other and things like that, I held the boundary pretty, pretty well. And was like, no, I'm actually not seeing anybody. Like I'm not, I don't want to, I just wanted to be with myself for a week. And I came out of the week feeling good, but realizing how exhausted I've been and how exhausted I am and how much, I really have put myself through the ringer, um, you know, given the circumstances of the, we listen, we're all, I'm not, this is, this story isn't unique and special to me. That's we're all, you know, had to, had to, uh, had to shift and pivot and do all the things, mm-hmm. but it just made me think like, I'm really effing tired. And so it's brought upon this, you know, this beautiful side of me and my teachings, you know, where I've started to offer nidras and restorative and, you know, this slow practice of being grounded and and tuning in and so i think that's been a really beautiful part of it all and it's inspired me to take two weeks off starting you know next week on the on the um on the 18th you know i'm going to be taking off for two full weeks where i'm not emailing i'm not podcasting i'm you know instagramming if i feel like i want to do something for instagram like just you know share my life but not having to do anything with work or the business or anything i'm just going to just take some time off and you know, I was really thinking about taking a whole month off and, uh, take the whole year off. And then yeah, I really want to, but you know, like, Hey, sugar daddy's available. Come my way. Send me that. Hey, check. Hey. 
No, I, I, um, I'm really excited about taking time off. And I think with, you know, some of, some of the learnings that I, I have to unpack from this year, I'm, I'm excited to unpack them a bit um, over my time off. Um, I've got definitely some internal work that I still want to get through and, you know, and some books I want to read and, and, you know, just to, to, to really just connect a little further to myself. I don't want to do a project list of things that I have to do, or even like my internal work, I have to do it while I'm off, you know, but yeah, there are some things that I feel are important that I do want to start to dive into. And, I'm really thinking about the way that my, my teaching is, is once again, evolving and and what that is going to look like, you know, what that's going to, what, what, um, what I want to call out, you know, what I want to, what I want to call out for, you know, I'm not a big fan of like new year's stuff, like the first day of new year's and da, 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 for me. Um, I know a lot of people love it. And so I always offer something, but for me, it's more important to start thinking about my seeds over January and February. And then, you know, starting to plant them in March um, with the spring and then letting that go from there. So all in all, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm fine. This is fine. We're having fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Um, sounds, yeah. Good. (laughs) Well, I, I, I feel like everything that I say that is sincere now sounds sarcastic, but it's not. I, I really do love that journey for you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I celebrate that, you know, especially for someone like you that is so, you know, you're such a motivated, diligent, hardworking, uh, goal-oriented person that, um, you know, it's, it, I know that it takes a lot of commitment and, and it, it sort of takes, it takes a lot to get us to the point where we can recognize the need to take time off, whatever that looks like. You know, mm-hmm. not all of us, not everyone has the luxury of taking time off work, but taking time off of whatever it is that's not, um, you know, that's not serving you in that moment. And sometimes the things that, that do serve you, you know, in the larger scale of things, of course, I know how much fulfillment you get from your work and uh, your teaching and your community. But, you know, as is always the case, like we have to know when, when the medicine becomes toxic, you know, how, what is the healthy amount to engage in something? And certainly, you know, if you go and you clock in somewhere and you have a job, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have, you know, dependable work, that's not something that you can necessarily scale. But as someone that owns their own business and someone that, um, that, that, and I, I relate like someone that, that works in a field where we are showing up and holding space and, and pulling from our own well to, to serve our communities. Uh, it can sometimes feel, well, it's off. It often does feel difficult to say no and to turn away. Um, understanding that that sets you up to then be able to say yes in a more meaningful way down the road. So cheers. Yeah. I'm even, I'm even, thank you. And, and you know, with that, I'm, I, I just want to be a bit more strategic as to where the energy that I do have goes. And that is even with, you know, my investment to my friends, you know, like I, 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 I have been a social butterfly for a long time and I, I just don't have the energy to do that anymore. I don't have it in me. I don't, I don't have the energy to balance out, you know, 5,000 million things. And I just don't, I just don't want that. I don't want to feel like I'm being pulled in so many directions when I'm having a, I think everything shifted once I moved into my new uh, space where I actually have space to be, you know, outside Mm -hmm. of like just a a studio room where I'm like sitting on my bed, but like, you know, I sit on the couch now and just lay there. Yeah. Well, and I haven't, it's it's harder to, you know, and and this is all very much a, 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 a good a good thing like this this is a sign of good fortune but like to have a space where you don't feel restless within it where there's enough space for you in your space to be able to you know have have the opportunity to connect with yourself in in uh, in meaningful ways like you know remember at the beginning beginning of the lockdowns and certainly still like my heart really went out especially to people like living in new york city like or you know any of us that have kind of I recently, you know, moved as well into, to a larger space. And, and that was all for the record. I did that first. That was me first. So, I I mean, I am just putting it out there. We can, we could, we can pull up the receipts. I just want everyone to know on the show that that was my thing. 
I'm pretty sure I did it first. But I the good news is it doesn't matter to me at all. Like it actually, I feel like I'm so beyond it. Like it doesn't even, like it's embarrassing to me that we're even having this conversation, but I'm happy to go through the receipt and confirm like whatever. Um, <laughs> the point is I'm really happy. Uh, Laughter a lot for Tim. Yeah, no, I, the point is I love that journey for you, Danny, whatever it is. And, um, <laughs> but but it was informed by the fact that you know prior to things locking down i was traveling and teaching um you know 90% of the time so what what i needed as sort of a home base was very different than mm-hmm. you know me sort of restructuring my whole life and career to be um something that i can that i can offer from home um so yeah it, like the the thing that the things not just in my living situation, but the circumstances that were suitable for my lifestyle before became sort of untenable <laughs> or un, un, unsustainable um, mm-hmm. as as things changed and shifted. And that certainly looked like not just my living situation, but relationships and and um, work uh, uh, protocol and, and and parameters and and you know, as you said, like like COVID aside, just like what my sort of needs of myself and of my community socially and professionally are and have been. And um, it's, it's been obviously quite a year and it, and it changes so rapidly. Like I hear about things going on a month ago. And I'm like, that was, that was a month ago. It seems like, like months and months ago, but the, the amount of information yeah. and change and shift and therefore adaptability that we all have been sort of, um, asked to embody <laughs> and practice and achieve has been pretty staggering. So, um, and we're still going through, I mean, it's not, it's, you know, we're not done with it. We're still, we're still in the, in the midst of it, but I saw, um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, Diane, Diane Bondi, a uh, wonderful yoga teacher based in Canada. She posted a, she, she reposted something on her Instagram yesterday. It said, um, is it zoom fatigue or are you expected to maintain high levels of productivity through multiple public health crises with very little government support while also being personal, personally responsible for saving local businesses, managing your mental health and caring for loved ones. Like, come on. Like like, dead on, dead on. And, and I really, you know, especially for those of us living in, in the States, I really want to amplify, like I would say very little to no government support, like the, the amount of sort of offloading and gaslighting that has been, um, that has been enacted on citizens of this country to kind of put everything in our hands. You know, this idea that like, we don't actually need our governments to help us. We just need them to understand. I'm quoting our president elect. It's like, no, actually we do need our governments to help us. And we do, uh, you, you know, especially, you know, we, we, we pay our taxes, we pay into this, this system, we uphold our, so our end of the social um, agreements so that when, when things happen to no fault of our own, we are taken care of. And I felt like this year we were, we were at, so much was asked of the citizens of this country with very little to no support in response. And everyone's handled yeah. that in different ways. Like I'm aware, you know, I, and I'm speaking not necessarily for myself, but I'm speaking for the people that I know have really, really been screwed in, in, and, and, you know, in, in massive and heartbreaking ways throughout this pandemic, you know, for, for folks like you and I, I'm aware of both the fact that um, this has been a, a stressful year and we've had to work really hard, but also we have, you know, whether, whether by good fortune or through, you know, diligence and hard work or some combination, we were in positions in our careers already to be able to adapt and shift and, and make these changes um, which doesn't you know, doesn't discredit the 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 work that's that's been a part of that, but you know we also we we work in an industry where we can transition that into a digital space. We you and I also didn't necessarily own like brick and mortar studios that with that had a payroll or a staff that needed to be you know needed to be paid or like our businesses didn't have to shut down. Um, we just had to shift them and, and transition them. And so I'm aware both of our, our work, our, our, 
the expectations placed on us and, and the stress of adaptation, but also our privilege and our, our good fortune to be in positions where, you know, we've been able to, I think, adapt in ways that are, um, that are, are good for us. Um, and also the grief and the loss of, of things as they were and how that's been. But I'm also aware, I mean, I live, I live now in downtown LA and outside of my window, like a block away is, is like the beginning of Skid Row. And I see, Mm -hmm. you know, very, you know, the, the, the real life evidence of what, um, you know, what a great depression and what a, an, a huge economic recession and like what evictions and job loss, uh, loss of healthcare. Like I see what that looks like in real time in front of me. And I'm aware of, uh, of the, the, the very dire ramifications of what we're experiencing right now in this country. And, um, Right. It's, right. Yeah. I, it's heartbreaking. I, I, I mean, it's, 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 it's you hit a lot actually. of, <clears throat> you hit a lot of things like, so okay, I, I guess my idea of this episode is a little different than what it's become. And, and I'm totally okay with it. I still want to play a, a game with you. Don't let me forget that. Sure. Uh, but you know, you, you hit the nail right on the head. And I think this just, uh, like just, just sums up the year, like for me. I think that we were put in a position, right, where we were, you know, like I understand that everyone's doing the best that they can. And if anything has showed us this year, specifically in the States, is that these systems are not meant for us. They, it feels like in a lot of ways, they don't really give a shit about us as citizens of the United States. You told us to go inside and to not work and you shut down all of our businesses, mine included. And I had to go into overdrive mode and so did so many other people. And thankfully we made it work. A lot of people did not made it work. And what you gave them was a check that pretty much you might as well have like not given them the check because it probably would have felt better. And, and then you told them that they then had to start going to work because you weren't going to help them out at all. And then you told them they had to not go to work. And then you tell people, you know, and I was in the restaurant and bar industry for 10 years, you tell them to start opening things up. And then based on no science and no data, you know, you then have them spend all this money on all this equipment to make this thing work. And then you pull it away again. Like these people don't have, it's just, it's mind blowing. What's been exposed in this time I think in, 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 in such a massive way to me is the, the great lie of lack of shortage. Um, you know, the fact that, and like, I will get a little political, the fact that when the lockdowns happened, our government, you know, and, and there's like, this is a, a bipartisan thing. Like my, my blame is not pointed at one person. It's kind of pointed across the spectrum that like our government passed the, the CARES Act, which, which, is the largest upward transfer of wealth in human history. I mean, trillions of dollars were literally printed to, to bail out large corporations while the citizens got, a, in America, a one-time $1,200 check. You know, in other countries, like my friends in Germany and London and, and, and in Europe, like they nationalized their payroll, you know, between 70 yeah. to 100%. They said, please stay home and we're going to send you a, a large percentage of your paycheck so that when things open up again, you go back to work. So businesses didn't have to close. I think Germany was last I checked like 3% unemployment. It sucks being locked down. People are restless, but they're not terrified for their lives, not just in terms of the pandemic, but in terms of their actual like ability to live and ability to like Mm -hmm. pay rent and take care of their families. But Mm -hmm. you know, in our country, our our government did 0% of that. You know, and the idea that it's like as, as a, as a quick kind of like, let's, let's do something. I understand, you know, the unemployment plus up and and the $1,200 payment as like, let's do this until we can figure out what we're going to do, but it's December. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, like it, it's a deep dive, but like the, the negotiations that are going on now and what actually has been negotiated upon, like a stimulus bill was just passed. Last I checked, there was no stimulus in it, <laughs> you know, right. a liability shield right. for corporations. So it's, it's to your point, like, like what's been exposed is that this, this lie, this myth that like we really want to take care of people, we just can't afford it, has been completely laid bare because you can mm-hmm. afford it. You can afford to give it to corporations. You can you can 
we can always afford to pay more in taxes to send, you know, to, to start more, you know, for profit wars around the world. The money is there. It's just the priority is not to actually take care of the citizens. And and it's just it's just so foolish because because when there's more money injected into the or, or, or placed within, you know, the the the, the hands of citizens, there's more to keep the economy going. Like, and, and at the very least, it's just the right thing to do. So it's the it, right thing to do. That's at the, like, I, I'm just going to interrupt you there and say, but it's the right thing to do. So take care of your people. Well, for, for so many reasons. So when I, when I look at the, the, the destitution and the struggle and the, the, the fear that's going on in our country, what, what, what is so upsetting to me is that, it didn't have to be this way. It was so avoidable. Mm-hmm. And and folks like mm-hmm. myself and 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 others who were sounding the alarm on this at the very beginning and told, like, mm-hmm. be quiet, just like keep your mouth shut, don't criticize, you know, this side or because you'll help the other side. Like now it's all come to pass. And and it's and you know, we both live in pretty liberal cities where and pretty, you know, relatively privileged cities as well where a lot of people have been able to work from home or kind of rest on their investments or, you know, they, they, they don't quite have a grasp of the conditions of what a lot of people are experiencing in the country. It's very easy for those people to stay indoors, work from home, do their thing, tell everyone to wear their mask. Meanwhile, like, and, and, and feel kind of better because it looks like, you know, the, the, the big bad guy's gone. But when you look at the mechanisms that are at play, it's there's I see very little sign of hope that I mean besides the vaccine and besides things being able to get back up and running again. But sixty percent of of businesses have closed, small businesses have closed, and a large percent of that is permanent. So it's like this. That's why I make the joke. I don't mean to like be so negative on the podcast, but like it's just true. Like like this idea that everything's going to write itself when the clock strikes midnight, <laughs> when, when like all of the seeds have been planted right now for, um, for pretty epic style, great depression. Um, it's, it's, I, I, I'm sorry to like co-opt your, your reflection point here, but I do, I do think I've sort of finally gotten to this place. Like I'm, I'm still a fighter. I'm still an activist. I still want to call out what I see as corruption but I've sort of circled back around this recognition that, okay, my job has to continue to be to help people enact their own personal agency and power to influence their lives. Because as much as I wish that the people in power would help, they're not. So what are we going to do? We have to empower the individuals and then empower the communities and, and in whatever way that might be. You know, and certainly I don't come from a tremendous amount of privilege myself. I know the same is true for you. Like, we have picked, we have been able to leverage and advantage our own success through the yogic practices and and work, good work ethic and, and a lot of struggle and a lot, you know, it's like, yeah. um, but I, I, and I don't, just because I've gone through that, I don't want it to have to be that way for everybody. Like I didn't even occur to me in the midst of all of that, that, that it didn't have to be that way. I just assumed right. You know, I just assume that's the way it was, but um, my heart really goes out to any anybody um, that's that's been struggling through this. It, it, not to say that it's 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 not a struggle to be isolated, to be alone, to you know to to contract the virus and 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 have to go through the process of recovery. You know, but for those whose lives have really been turned over by this in in ways that have. Yeah. Like, pretty dire consequences for themselves or for their families, for their dependents. Um, just lots of love to you. And I'm, I'm so sorry. Like I just, mm-hmm. it's really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. Yeah. <sighs> Pause and sigh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think the, okay. the yoga practice, you know, for so long, I think it was, it was, it was, I'm going to try to say the yoga practice for so many was this sort of retreat literally or figuratively. Like I'm going to go to class and turn away from these things that are concerning me and, and focus on my body and my alignment and my breath. And, and, and I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the, my practice has really changed this year. My approach to teaching has really changed this year and it's really deepened my capacity to, 
to really feel and empathize, not just with myself, but with others. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, and, and recognizing like when, when, when there is injustice happening and there is raw evil occurring, it's okay to be angry about that. It's not like, Mm -hmm. Oh, we need to just stay positive. Like when, when, when your brothers and sisters are being, are, are being abused and, and taken advantage of and mistreated. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to, it's okay to, when an alarm needs to be sounded, it's okay to raise your voice and sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. You know? I agree. At, I 100%. And, and, and it's also, you know, for, for folks that aren't aware of it, it's also, it's also very upsetting and disappointing when you're sounding the alarm and you're, you're being told that you're the problem. Like you need to be quiet. You need to calm down. You know, don't, you need to like, contain your anger. It's like, if you see somebody's hair on fire and you start screaming, you're trying to help them. <laughs> it's not like, right. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, so I was going to say, uh, go on that one. Oh, you're, I mean, it's much needed to be, it needed to be said. So I'm, it's a catharsis. Okay it's hard. It's hard to not, you know, it's, it's knowing that people are listening. I know people listen around the world and it's different everywhere. I, I think it's, there's a lot that isn't necessarily covered on, certainly not covered in our in our corporate news system and, and media and i think it's important to uh to speak people tune into dharma dudes for that <laughs> well you know like unless you want to get, like, uh, <laughs> i mean if msnbc wants to give us a contract and pay us like eight million dollars a year we can certainly change our tune I'm, but like as I'm of now <laughs> we're not owned by anybody so like, we can say whatever we want all right rocky so i'm just gonna like completely steer us to the left now i'm just gonna go completely to 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 reflection time smooth transition nailed it i'm gonna look at the picture of this dog's face while you do that it's gonna make me feel better okay that dog is so i'm totally posting it in the show notes actually we're not gonna do a picture of us on this cover we're gonna do a picture oh my god arthur (laughs) is his name okay oh my god so as we do with the year-end, you know, review episode, I thought we would play one of my favorite games, um, and I wanted to do it for the year versus, you know, I, sometimes we do this at Burning Man for the day or for, you know, some just whenever in general. But I want to do high, low, and hero for the year. You're high, you're low, and who is your hero? Hmm. Am I going first? I mean, either or. I mean, I can start to I can start to think about this too. I, I, I think I have some pretty. I think I feel pretty solid on a couple on a couple of those. Gosh, you know, you can do high first, and then I'll do high next, and then we can. Well, do I just want to say, like in in light, like everything that I just said, notwithstanding, or withstanding, is it standing or notwithstanding? Everything I did uh, said is true. And like what's nah, so interesting nah. about <laughs> it's the transitive property. If everything I said is true and I'm about to say, anyway, um, I also had a, had an amazing year. Like I, I, so many things can be true at once. And I, I, I think, um, the so high, this is high, low hero, this is high, low hero, not bragging. <laughs> oh, Sorry. <laughs> I thought you said humble, humble brag, um, <laughs> self-deprecation and, and um, the, fun of Danny. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'll go with this. I think the the high for me um, in part of the adaptation situation of it all, um, my, my colleagues, um, Noah Maze and Nicole Chase and I, along with Yoga International, uh, kind of scrambled. We, we all had a number of teacher trainings scheduled around, around the globe this year um, that were sort of tentative on hold. And we all decided to come together and create a, an online 200 hour teacher training, which uh, you were gracious enough to be a part of at, for our, our graduation ceremony. Danny came on board and like just pulled together the most like amazing DJ dance party to celebrate our graduation on zoom, which yeah. I didn't even know I hadn't done <laughs> any of those before. It was so much fun. I, I, I mean, Thank I could have, you. could have gone for, Oh, I just pulled it. Yeah. I just being yeah. pulled that out or not where I was, but like, you're not my hero. I just don't, that wasn't me saying you're my hero. You might be, oh. but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> No, it was amazing. And thank you so much for that. You just hear, you're going to hear whimpering while you continue to share. <laughs> oh, like, like a dog. <laughs> okay. Love it. 
Um, okay, so that was your high was the teacher. Yeah, well, I, I will say like the, the being, I would say the, the low for me was was sort of the isolation and and feelings of being cut off from my community. I mean, I I for the last seven years I've I've traveled around and and been fortunate to connect with community all around the world and um you know and not just with yoga but I've, I've made friends and and partners relationships like uh, around the world that were sort of built upon my ability to travel and my ability to to go and see these people that i love and, and care about and have connection with and so kind of being told wow. like you can't do that and then trying to foster and continue these connections um was really hard and uh I, i'll say the, the low for me had you know really had to do with kind of gr- the grief around um some relationships more than others but some significant relationships in my life that i've been i've been distanced from through through the pandemic but uh the the high has been kind of in reveling in that paradox that i've I've taught some of the biggest classes of my life. I mean, I taught a class on Facebook with thousands of people in it earlier this year. I, I just graduated the, the largest group of international students, 200, almost 250 students from around the world were able to do this training with, with, with us. And there's something paradoxically so beautiful and enriching and, and weird and, and incredible about being able to connect with so many people uh, at such a meet, at such a time where it's it's so important, um, and also be alone in a room by myself, like <laughs> just the the bizarreness and the fulfillment of that was um, was really fulfilling uh, and beautiful in a lot of ways. So I, I anyone that's listening that's done any of my trainings this year and worked with me, I um, I have so much gratitude for your willingness to, to adapt and to find new ways to learn and connect and for bringing meaning to the work that I do, because it were it not for that, I would just be sitting in a room by myself, twiddling my thumbs, trying to figure out how to, you know, how to feel like I'm of value in this world. So, um, shout out to, to, to all y'all. Um, and my hero, is this a person? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Normally we do the person like when I think, you know, when we played this before, it's like the person of the day, like the hero of the hero of the day. Who's your hero of the year? Daniel, are you okay? You have COVID? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Danny. You guys breaking news. Oh my God. Wow. That's fake news. <laughs> well, I guess my hero is myself for supporting you through this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be a dark time. Um, <laughs> it's really hard to pick one person. I, I the hero that you pick one. That's it. God, you know, I'm going to say this is going to, I'm going to be political and it's somebody that I don't even know. Um, but there's a there's a oh god it's so hard to choose i i'm going to it's so weird that i'm saying this i would not have expected to say this person but i'm going to say um <laughs> i might take it back i'm going to say jimmy dore who's a comedian and a podcaster and um a political commentator um and he's often really smeared and given a lot of a lot of uh you know flack for for shouting about what i think is true and what needs to be mm. said and um he's you know i don't know this person but he's one of the most empathetic and compassionate people i've ever experienced but it, it's manifested for him he sort of channels this anger when he when he speaks out about the injustices he's seeing and and is willing to speak truths that are are pretty inconvenient to a lot of a lot of people which I think just takes a lot of bravery and a lot of courage. And why I say, I, th- I feel like he's my hero this year is because not that I like just fully subscribe to everything, single thing he, he says, but he's, he's shown me as I was saying before that, that, um, that anger and outrage can be born of deep empathy and compassion. And that, um, 
it's it's empowered me and given me sort of an example of not wanting or not needing to feel like it's my job to please everybody, but it's my job to speak what I what I believe to be true. And this year, especially, I've 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 been called a lot of things this year online for saying what I what I believe needs to be said. I've been called a lot of names. It's been hard um, to speak out against things that that uh, seem to have a lot of guard guard dogs built in place around it. But I, um, Jimmy Dore and folks like him, I think that have been uh, uh, willing to to speak truth to power this year have have. Um, really been inspiring to me. Well, uh, thank you. That was the wrong answer, but it's fine. Well, oh, oh my God. You want to edit this? I can go back and, and change my answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was just the wrong thank answer. So, uh, my hero this so year, had- my hero this year is this dog that I haven't even met yet. <laughs> but I look at his face and I don't even, I'm like COVID, I'm like Corona who? Like, Pandemic, what like that face? And Danny's okay. cool too. Danny is like he's you know, and Danny's cool too. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like if you like if you're into like that kind of thing, like Danny's for sure. Like, yeah, he's definitely. I'm just mad because you know oh there was like a good couple. There was a good week there where like I really wanted to talk to Danny and hang out with Danny, but he was like, I'm taking a break. I can't talk to anybody. Leave me alone. We're not friends anymore. And now I'm like me. Does sound like to me. Can't do it, Rocky. <laughs> Danny, um, <laughs> was that you last week? Oh my god. <laughs> Well, I will say this about you, Danny. I will say this that, and, and you said it in a in a in a previous episode, but I will say it again that the silver lining of it's it, it kind of goes to my 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 first point about like being so disconnected, but also so beautifully connected at the same time. The silver lining of of all this is like I've kind of seen the least amount of people in a way this year, but through the kind of shared experience of isolation, I feel like I've connected so much more deeply with certain people and you you for sure are at the top of that list like i just feel like our Aww. connection and our and i haven't seen you at all this year but but um that's right i mean i have your pictures all up around the apartment so like i see you all the time but like um right. i and you're like my wall my phone background and like you know i see you in my dreams oh my God, but, thank you but um <laughs> Oh, they're like a dog. Weird. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. I've been looking at a picture of you this whole time. Has that not been clear? <laughs> oh, my God. What a ding dong. Um, <laughs> no, but I, it's well, I, like I feel so much closer to you this year. And like you, you really have. I mean, you are already a part of my like tribe and my, and my commute, you know, my crew. But I just feel and that might be like. Uh, problematic thing to say i'm not sure um but i i feel like you've really emerged as like such a a a brother to me this year and i i am immensely grateful to you um and there's a hero Hero. this is where we bring out a song okay oh you're singing background vocals for me okay then you're definitely you're welcome yeah you're definitely my hero I would say the same, Rocky. I would say that you're definitely one of the people that I've gotten closer to um, this year, for sure. And, and we were already pretty damn close, but definitely like a, a next level. Mm-hmm. I oh, I was backwards. I was going to do my. I was going to do my hero first. Um, Is my high are you doing it in retrograde. Are you doing the game? I was going to do the retrograde. I almost started. Oh. I forgot I had to do high low. <laughs> um, my high of the year. I'm thinking long and hard about this. My high of the year would probably have to be, oh man, this is such a toss up. You know, I did that camping trip with the boys this summer and, you know, we, we took a, we took a while to plan and, you know, we, we, you know, made sure we were being really safe about it and, we had to do all the COVID stuff, you know, and we took the RV out for the first time and, you know, it was like made in voyage. And so there was a lot of like, you know, 
of fun things to figure out, but I was in so much like inner pain that this trip was very nourishing for me, but it was a lot of work. It was hard. It wasn't like, I just was like, Oh my God, I'm happy again. It was like, I excavated a lot of really deep sadness, you know, and I cried a lot and like, I let myself be held by these three other, you know, close friends, uh, you know, and other, you know, three other queer men, which is another, another layer of this to, to just not have them be catty or mean, but just three queer men hanging out in the same space, loving each other. Um, and that trip completely changed my life. Like I can honestly say that I, I, I see it every time I say it every time I see them together. And like, you, you guys literally changed my life this year. Um, and it was hard and it was brutal. But that was my learning. That was like my burning man this year. I got my big lesson from that. And, you know, it, it really, that was my high. It was so beautiful to be surrounded and, and to let myself be loved on like that, to let myself be held. Cause I do hold for a lot of other people. And mm-hmm. I was just completely blown away. I, I had, you know, one of the days we went rock climbing and I, um, I, I, I did my first lead climb, which was when you, when you climb on a harness and a rope, but there's no top rope. So you're just, you're, you're, you're leading the rope up and setting the, setting the climb as you go. So you just have, you know, someone down below spotting you for a couple of feet and then it's all you. I call it a nope climb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was like something that was like really cool. And, you know, I, it was just a really beautiful trip. Um, and it was a really like, I don't know. I felt like I, I just really stepped into, I feel different, you know, I feel different. It's just another layer of that. So that was definitely my high. I love my that your low. high was, was like, I love that your high, you know, Burning Man didn't happen this year, but I love that your high was a camping trip over the summer with queer community. Like, I love that you created that for yourself. Um, yeah, it was know. important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was taken away in terms of like this beautiful experience every year that I know is so meaningful to you. You were able to, you were able to facilitate it for yourself and for like your close tribe. And it's beautiful. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, 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 yeah. I wasn't invited. That's still. Um, how's that dog? How's that dog? How's that comedian? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean my heroes, my personal heroes and best yeah. friends. <laughs> your comedian, your comedian friend by doing a trip. Um, my low was, uh, you know, I mean, this is, this, <laughs> My low, obviously, was it not being my hero? <laughs> Definitely not being your hero. <laughs> my 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 low was obviously, you know, I didn't get to see a lot of people this year, you know, from different trips, and I was going to be, you know, traveling around and doing like, I miss, you know, I miss that part. But my low probably is definitely for sure Burning Man. Like that was such a. There was a lot that was taken. Actually, I lied. I think my biggest low was. Uh, yoga tree closing down in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, so it was the same weekend of Burning Man when they announced it. And um, there are two things that I, that I, a couple of things that I identify myself as, you know, like I'm, I'm Danny, the yoga teacher and I'm Danny, the burner and I'm Danny, the queer man. And sometimes I'm, you know, all the other things. And Danny the ding dong. Those happen. Danny the ding dong. Mm-hmm. Those happen to be uh, two really big parts of my life. And, mm-hmm. you know, yoga tree has been my home for the last seven years. And it's where I started my yoga teaching really as, you know, full-time yoga teachers where I started there and where I learned from everybody and where and I, I get it. It's all the space that you create and it doesn't end there. Da, 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 da. But that, that studio was, you know, I was there six days a week, you know, mm-hmm. with 10 times a week. And, it was just hard, you know, it was like, you know, like we were, we were there 50 people in a room, every 55 sometimes in a room, you know, and, and when I had the deep house flow classes, there'd be 120 people who would just be chanting together. And there's, that's, that's powerful, mm-hmm. you know, not the sense of, of it. Yeah. It's just powerful. And I miss that. I miss gathering that. I miss that space. You know, I really do. It was a big part of my, my life for the last seven years. And, you know, that was really hard to lose that. And it happened to be on the same weekend of Burning Man, which is, you know, Burning Man's not going away. Um, but, you know, it's something I look forward to every year. So that was definitely my low. Mm. And uh, my hero, my hero. <clears throat> <clears throat> One sec. <clears throat> Rocky, you got COVID again? 
Oh my god. <clears throat> oh no. You're totally one of those weird cases. You got it twice. <gasps> I've had it this whole time. <clears throat> uh weird. I'm fine now. My hero this year. Oh my god. Um what? <laughs> And it gets it gets a little uh, no no here this no, year I didn't do anything I'm just, I'm just just hanging out whatever well, this is so awkward for you right now actually it'd be really awkward if you said it was me because then I feel bad so Rocky it's you it's only you it's only you I know <laughs> no I think my 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 hero. Um, was or is still t- today uh, my friend Matt. You know, my friend Matt, um, he was a yoga student uh, here in the city and came to my classes and we we became friends. And, you know, he's, 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 a, he's a grown-up. He's, you know, he's got a husband and he's, they've got a 16-year-old daughter and mm-hmm. he's, he's, a full, he's, he's a dad and he's got a family. And he made it a point to when this thing started, he was like, you know, like I want to, I know that he knew, I think that the community was a big loss for me. And he picked up on, you know, obviously me living alone and in my small space, he'd been there before. And he just really went above and beyond. He would show up at my house and make me go on walks and make sure I was eating and hang out and just share space. And he's still to this, to today, he's still doing it. You know, he's just checking in on me and just like, Mm truly above and beyond what I feel any human should do. And, um, yeah, I'm so thankful for him in, in, in my life. He's become a really good part of my life. And, um, yeah, it, it's, that was a, pl- I didn't see that coming. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Um, well, shout out to Matt. Know. Thanks for taking care of our boy. Yeah. I, I, I called him my anchor this year. He definitely, Definitely, definitely like, and he was like my biggest cheerleader when I was like depressed and like down, he would just be like, you're crushing it. You're doing great. You know, like just, just truly there, genuinely there for me, just straight up, like nothing in return, just wanted to make sure I was okay and love me. It was great. It's been great. You're worth it, Danny. God damn it. I'm worth that. <laughs> well, I'm first, worth that. First of all, I don't like my answers now because but I also I don't think that I could I could provide any answer that I would like because this we year, can record all this this whole episode we can redo this all of it. Oh, we have, we been, it? have we been recording this? I yeah, thought this wasn't was rehearsal. Just, um, no, not rehearsal. Uh, hi guys, welcome to Tarmatude. Hey, this, well, <laughs> this is awkward. Um, oh, downtown LA is saying hi. Yeah, my hi is definitely that siren right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's just me. I was doing whistle notes from warming up. Oh, got it. My high, my high whistle, Mariah Carey, Ariana Grande harmonized whistle note at the end of O. That was everything. <laughs> that oh, my God. <laughs> that was um, everything. Well, I just, you know, this year to me has been so... I, I'm, I love Paradox. And I'm aware, like, what I'm about to say is the fact that I can say this is an indication of you know, my, my good fortune, but this year has had so many lows for me. The lows have been connected with survival and stress um, and loss. And I think that seems to be a theme for so many of us, but even just in what you said um, and whether that's the loss of identity or the loss of things that were connected to our sense of identity or things that we thought we needed or things that we did need. <laughs> like when I say survival, it's not like, you know, it, it for some folks it's, it, it's like it, it, there's real life survival. And then there's the things that threaten our sense of survival. Um, and our brain often doesn't know the difference. And so, you know, our brain responds to stress and, and survival uh, concerns in the ways that it does. And our body feels the f- effects of that. So like, I've probably experienced more stress this year um, mm-hmm. than I have in, in, in many previous years. Um, but my highs, I just, there, there've also been so many highs this year. Like I don't, I don't hate 2020 when people are like, ah, oh, 2020, I hate 20. It's like, I personally love 2020. Um, 
And it's not because like, it's just been so great for me. I just feel like there's been so I'm, I'm the kind of person that I'm like, I'd rather pick up the carpet and like see all the dust and dirt and like the mess and then, you know, start to clean it up. Then just keep the carpet in place and be like, everything's fine. Right. And I feel like right. you know, for folks that are kind of celebrating right now, this, you know, again, I won't get too political, but like celebrating this, like, quote unquote, return to normalcy and this idea that we're going back to a time of everything being fine. I'm like, let's not forget that it was the the times of, of feeling like everything was fine, maybe for you, that that led us to a period of time where things were exposed to really not be fine. So I I don't celebrate going back to anything or going back to normal. Like I feel like this year it we can't know yet, you know, what the effects of this is gonna be for those that that, you know, have been fortunate enough to survive the year, both, you know, in our health and in in our in our livelihood and our being. Um so you know it's it's impossible to make to make a general sweeping statement about about what all this is and what all this means because you know economically k-shape recovery a lot of people are are going up and a lot of people are going down it's going to feel very different for a lot of people um but yeah like and so many heroes this year i i it's it's been to 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 select the person that has been the most you know it's like in every area of my life there is the person or those people that have been just incredible. Like I feel like I'm giving an award speech. Like I want to thank. <laughs> I, I like to start by thinking. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. to thank my mama. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but truly, I mean, I, I probably, what I'm realizing through this conversation is I need to like, I need to write some letters this year of like gratitude. Um, which dear I myself. Do. <laughs> yeah. dear, 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 dear me. Dog I've never met. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so, so I, I do think it's, it's, um, it's okay to be angry. It's, it's okay to sound the alarm. It's okay to feel broken and it's certainly okay and encouraged to express your sincere gratitude for the people that have, that have been your heroes this year, whether you know them or you don't. Um, so I thank you, Danny, for being one of my heroes this year for sure. And all of our listeners and, um, and all of your listeners, thank you for giving me a platform to share in this way. Like I, you know, thanks for welcoming me to your table to, um, to be able to, to put my voice out there into the field and, and um, connect with people like this. <laughs> I'm like Jada. Welcome to my table. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you if you watch that show, you well just watch the show and then you'll. <laughs> so, so I've been told anyway. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we get a we get a lot of that in the uh, in the comments on iTunes that. That secret yeah. stage is a lot like the red table talks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, bye. I see you. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs> well, Rocky, I mean, I will say though, I, I'm, I'm super thankful that we've made it through this so far and that we've, we've had this, you know, this keeps me grounded and anchored and I'm glad I've got to share another year of my life with you and with our listeners and, you know, the yeah. show, it's, we're still doing this. It's pretty great. So I'm, I'm just. Well, and it occurs to me too, like we started this year together, if you recall, which I know you do, we led a, a New Year's retreat at the beginning of 2020. Who would have thunk? Oh, God, I it, blocked it, remember that? Blocked it out of my memory. But, yeah. no. Remember when we went to Mexico <laughs> together? And, and remember when you said you don't like setting New Year's intentions and doing all that stuff? And I'm thinking like, yeah, we did lead that New Year's retreat together. <laughs> um, shout out to all the people that uh, came on the- on that retreat with us. Um, Ultra triggered. <laughs> apparently Danny hated the whole thing. No. Um, <laughs> Come with us again next year. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm grateful to have started this year with you and to be ending the year with you and to have had such meaningful experiences this year with you. And, um, you know, may we, may we forge on and continue adapting and expressing our resilience um, and our empathy and our compassion and 
and our um, our diligence as we move into the new year. Rocky, I just have one thing to say to you. Loft for loft for same C, for now for C for full for later for, full, for later for group <laughs> for, for same. <laughs> no, yeah, same. <laughs> Can we, change, can we change Dharma Dudes in 2021 to just laugh for laugh for same? <laughs> Hashtag laugh for laugh. <laughs> Hashtag plant dad for same for loft. <laughs> I don't think we just need to subject our listeners to this anymore. Can the show notes just be that I'm fine with the guy sitting with the old plants? <laughs> Yeah, totally, and it's us. And then the description could just be Rocky and Danny share inside jokes that they text each other that no one cares about. <laughs> and bore you. Yeah, I'm down. Okay, cool. Well, well tune in for all that, which is AKA just more until, of the same. <laughs> until the next Dharma Dudes, this is Danny and Rocky saying peace out. Saying peace out. For Sam. For Sam for now.